everybody, welcome to Fresh Out the Podcast. Uh, I am Jahananan, the board game guru and game master extraordinaire. It's me, it's me, it's Casualty CDG, retired child crimes and human trafficking detective turned tabletop titan and improv comedian. And I am the professional and movie mastermind, the fun house, Drew Munhausen, and this is the first ever bonus episode of Fresh Out the Podcast because we've got some breaking news coming breaking in news. here. Oh, no. <laughs> are we are we getting news through uh telegram through like, yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that what's happening are we getting yeah, telegraph did, did you hear that yeah, yeah I, heard it. I appreciate it do you have a telegraph in your house <laughs> communists take over that's new york I, city stop that's how i get all my news man you are a professional news guy aren't you um i, I as professional as it gets um so, huge news in the video game world today. Um, I was sitting this morning getting my car inspected, my that state inspection. Wow. And I got a text from a friend that said, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard? Question mark? And my initial response to that when he said it was like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, surely not. That's pretty and crazy, then, man. Yeah. Sure enough, follows up with the link, and this was like right around eight a.m., which is when their their um, press release actually went out. But it, ah, so Microsoft perfect time to catch some Z's. <laughs> exactly, I'm sure a lot of the world was still sleeping. Um, but no, I mean Microsoft has announced that they'll be acquiring Activision Blizzard, um, which is which is huge for a. a Record nearly seventy billion dollars. Sixty-eight point seven, yeah. Which, Whoa. for comparison, when they acquired uh, Zenimax, which was you know Bethesda and all those studios under them, that was just over seven billion. So this is nearly ten times the wow. amount. Yeah, Reuters is calling it an even sixty-nine billion, and all I have to say to that is nice, nice. I they did an interesting look. This is I credit to IGN for this. They did a breakdown of some of the top media acquisitions ever. Mm. And it looks like there's only one that tops this in the past, which is AT&T buying Time Warner in 2018, which was an $85.4 billion acquisition. Um, oh, no, excuse me. There's two ahead. Disney buying Fox with $71.3 <laughs> billion. So basically just the same below price. That. Yeah. This is just below that. Sixty-eight point seven billion is the official amount Microsoft is purchasing Activision Blizzard for. Which, to be clear, this it's the acquisition's been announced. It has to go through a lot of approvals and things that I don't understand. You know, it's all over my head. They're saying that it would be finalized in fiscal year twenty-three, but for most companies, and I think this includes Microsoft, their fiscal year runs from fiscal year twenty-three would be. July of 2022 through June of 2023. So sometime, so it could be as soon as this summer that it gets finalized, but, but uh, Phil Spencer predicted 12 to 18 months. So we could be seeing it not finalized till about a year from now. Yeah. So some time to wait, but I think the thing to note here is that Microsoft, as far as gaming divisions go, Sony is, is bigger than Microsoft as far as gaming specifically goes um so they're not monopolizing the gaming industry specifically 
as of now. So the, I feel like the chances of this getting blocked are probably pretty low. Yeah. I don't think they would have announced the acquisition if they didn't think it would it would be approved. So I guess the, for, for that, that little tidbit, I, I looked as far as Microsoft goes as a whole company, the, the only company worth more than them is Apple. <laughs> but as far as Microsoft gaming in particular goes, yeah. Sony and uh, Tencent are above them, which Tencent, you know, has Fortnite and all that good stuff. <laughs> Fortnite is and League of Legends. Great. Yes, they have right. They have mm, right. Games. That's exactly. a good. That's a good two to have right there. Yes, it is. But, some money makers. Uh, Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Tell us what they won. Yeah. So I'll, you know, with that comes, you know, game developers Treyarch, Raven, High Moon, Beanox, Sledgehammer Games, Infinity Ward, Demonware, Toys for Bob, um, which of course the big franchises in, in that are Call of Duty, of yeah. course, Humongous, uh, Warcraft. Uh, Diablo, Overwatch, Starcraft, Crash Bandicoot, really? Candy Crush is even included in this. Yeah. So did you say Overwatch? A... I did Overwatch? Yes. Yeah. So, which is interesting. Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot just blows my mind because <laughs> he's always been this kind of unofficial PlayStation mascot in a way. Yeah, that's true. I didn't and think now, about that. Yeah, and, and it's kind of the same thing happened when Microsoft bought Rare. You know, Banjo was like an unofficial, not maybe not Nintendo, but kind of N64, like N64 yeah. mascot. And, you know, Microsoft owns them too. So it's just, uh, it's it's pretty fascinating. But, I mean, Call of Duty, of course, is the, the behemoth name on here. And Microsoft has said as part of this that all the back catalog of Activision Blizzard games would come to Game Pass. So we're looking at the whole backlog of Call of Duty games yeah. coming to Game Pass. I mean, I, there's so much here. Um so I guess I guess where to start is what what were y'all's initial reactions to there's there's a lot of like little details to get into as far as the company's yeah. just initial thoughts what was your reaction to seeing this headline this news uh super dope it's cool i am an xbox guy i like xbox uh it's cool that they added to their library but so what i've been what xbox has been doing buying up these companies is weird to me so they're they're doing this to make yourself exclusive. They did it with Bethesda. They're gonna do it with this stuff. You're gonna start seeing like Overwatch being an Xbox Microsoft exclusive, uh, and it's just weird because I never thought about it this way until today. But a lot of companies like Nintendo, when they want an exclusive, they will come up with a new IP, as people do. But in, instead, what Microsoft has been doing, instead of creating new IPs that fall under their umbrella, they are creating exclusivity by uh removing access to um by removing access to other people uh for this so like people on playstation are just losing things instead of xbox gaining uh a new exclusive ip which i think is weird i don't know i don't know how i feel about it i think a lot of these games you're gonna see them come out for both systems but you're gonna see them come out for playstation a year or two later and they're gonna be free day one on game pass and so if you want to play elder scrolls sure you can you just have to wait for it to come out later on playstation port it over and of course you could always play every game on your pc if you're one of those types of people but as an xbox fanboy uh seeing this you know my first thought is 
are we going to get World of Warcraft for console? Uh, I'd like to play it on console. And then number two is uh, what are our new Game Pass day one release lines? What do we have to look forward to for the rest of forever yeah. so long as Game Pass is around? Um, Call of Duty is a big one, like you said. Call of Duty I is like, a big one. I like playing Call of Duty, but there's no way in hell I'm going to buy every year's Call yes. of Duty. It's never going to happen. But if it's free on Game Pass, then I'll probably play every year's Call of Duty. So uh, they might get a few microtransactions out of me. I, I might buy a couple skins. I'm pretty against Call of Duty, as you guys both know. I think it's uh, it has a toxic fan base, uh, and you know I I don't like it. Uh, and they release one every year. It's kind of ridiculous. But if they're releasing them for free day one xbox game pass i'm going to play them uh, always been a fan of, of overwatch I, I like the way overwatch mm -hmm. plays and if i could get more people to play overwatch that would be great and the best way to do that is by putting it on game pass yeah. um but that game those games in particular they're like designed for esports mm -hmm. so when those games come to game pass it's going to make this really strange toxic player base that uh, isn't really doing what you're supposed to do in the game. Uh, so some games aren't designed for it. It'll ruin some communities, and it'll make some communities that were dead have life again and breathe. It, it should be yeah. really cool. So I think the exclusive aspect of everything is the most interesting part, because yeah. when Microsoft bought ZeniMax and acquired Bethesda and everything there, it, it, the question was raised then. And the thing is, that acquisition happened in 2020. And to be honest, you know, we're, we still really haven't seen much from that. It's still pretty new. Um, they, they had some, Bethesda had some pre existing agreements they had to see through. For mm. example, Deathloop is a game that had a, uh, exclusivity run on PlayStation before coming to Xbox that was already in the cards. And so Deathloop, even came out after Microsoft owned them, but it's a PlayStation exclusive for now. Um, so we really haven't seen any other new Bethesda games come out yeah. exclusively on Xbox consoles, but we will in the future. They've obviously um, Starfield is supposed to come out this year. They are saying that is an Xbox exclusive with Elder Scrolls. They've been a little bit, um, or you know unclear if it would come to playstation consoles or not but it seems to be leaning towards it's going to be an xbox exclusive yeah which kind of leads me to think you know do you pay nearly 70 billion dollars for a company to put your games on on other consoles i don't know um or is this just the biggest argument to make sony or nintendo put xbox game pass on their consoles if if microsoft owns call of duty and the only you know the only way you can get call of duty is through yeah purchasing it physically for xbox or for playing it through xbox game pass and playstation users have access to xbox game pass through their console and they could play call of duty i mean i don't know i don't so know that's just kind of like throwing some ideas out there yeah. but i feel like how do you not get the biggest IP in video games and not make it exclusive exclusive to your console. This reminds me of what we were talking about uh, recently on one of our podcasts, one of our episodes, which I actually don't think is aired yet, but I digress. The, the amount of money 
that Microsoft sunk into Halo versus how much they could have bought other game studios for. We broke the numbers down and yeah. looked at it. Um, this, to me, is almost a direct response to that, where they realized that they sunk $500 million into Halo and it didn't make them $500 million. So they turn around and buy the they turn around and buy Blizzard and Activision because that will make them their money back. But I will say this: so this is an interesting thing. Um, so the NPD has already released the top ten selling video games retail and digitally for December of last year, and so number one was Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah, which is and surprising. Two, number two was Halo Infinite. And so Halo 2 was still the, the number two selling Which, game of December. Was, it was free. And it's on Game Pass. So people were still buying physical editions of it so that they could, you know, have access to the campaign or whatever. Maybe people who didn't have Game Pass. Um, so it was still the highest selling. And that's over, you know, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. That's over Madden NFL. 22 over battlefield 2042 these are the other games in the top 10 mario kart 8 um marvel spider-man miles morales mario party superstars nba 2k22 and animal crossing new horizons so uh, a lot of those games are holdovers from like the past year which is kind of interesting but you've got four nintendo games in the top 10 you've got one sony you've got a couple eas there with madden and battlefield but but regardless the number two Number one and number two are Microsoft and Activision Blizzard, which is now going to be acquired by Microsoft. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's Microsoft will nil, will now have the IPs for the two highest selling first person shooter franchises in video games. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they have a lot of cool exclusivities. Uh, I think Overwatch uh, is a really good get. For Xbox, I think they could do a lot of cool stuff with it. Uh, Call of Duty is obviously, it plays to the player base of Xbox anyways. It's a very popular Xbox franchise, specifically Xbox. You know, I don't think it does as well on PlayStation, you know. Um, and I think I think they did good with this acquisition. Also, on top of everything else, you know, they now have, you know, Bethesda and Xenomax, uh, Datamax? Whatever. And Blizzard yeah. Activision as game development companies on their own. So now they have this whole game producing machine now that they can pull from. And they can probably start making entirely new IPs, which I would be excited to see. Uh, it also means things like crossovers, like uh, Overwatch characters being in Doom. You know, like, I don't know. Stuff like that. Weird stuff like Diablo and Doom. Mix them together. You could have some cool DLC for sure. Um, and then also, they they have one of the biggest strategy franchises. Microsoft has one of the biggest strategy franchises, period. Age of Empires did amazing this past year. Now they have Warcraft and Starcraft. They are also a computer company. Xbox Game Pass for PC will thrive with uh, some of uh, these great titles from Blizzard specifically. Uh, on the PC, I think. Uh, as a strategy fan, I'm excited uh, to potentially see a new Warcraft or Starcraft. That could be crazy. That's what I was going to say. I was just going to build on what you said, Jahan. And owning those IPs of Warcraft and Starcraft, not even necessarily those games, but the IPs, Yeah, that leads for some amazing games in the future, just mm. things that haven't been tapped yet, uh, unrealistic potential 
Uh, and, and immediately I think of a Sea of Thieves, of Rare making those open adventure style games, and they're already working on another one called Evermore or something like that. And then to give them the keys to something like StarCraft or Warcraft, yeah. where they could make a giant open world adventure game based on one of those worlds. I've always wanted StarCraft to do something like that. Ever since World of Warcraft happened, I was like, maybe they could make a world of StarCraft. I would play the shit out of that. Um, and that would just be absolutely <laughs> awesome, Jahan. And if that could be something that was on Xbox and crossplay and PC. Mm. And then to Drew's point, if it was also only on Game Pass. So you could play it if, <laughs> as long as Sony allowed Game Pass on, on, the, micro, the, on the, the PlayStation. Because yeah. that's been a talk, right? They've Microsoft has wanted to put Game Pass on these other platforms. And we even thought this last summer that Nintendo was going to do it. And yeah. then something happened, and they backed out kind of on the download so, quietly. To, it was heavily rumored. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, to Drew's point, I think the real thing that Xbox has done here is create, hands down, the best video game service. Uh, period. It's, 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 it's Netflix for video games. It's what people have been talking about. Here it is. You know, they did it. Yeah, and and on that note, so there's a really interesting opinion piece that got posted on IGN today from um, from one of their writers. I think it's actually from their the VP of, uh, VP of publishing there, um, and he wrote an interesting opinion piece that the title is "It's not a console war; it's a content war," mm. um, which is true. You know, it used to be all about the console. Well, we're at the point now where. The Xbox and the PlayStation, as far as hardware goes, I mean, who cares? It's mostly the same, right? There's not really much that one can do that the yeah. other can't do. It's all about the content. It's all about the exclusives, which, I mean, that, that's been the case for a while, but it's just becoming more irrelevant, the hardware itself. It's more about the games. And it, Microsoft really is taking more of the the kind of Netflix or, or Disney really is probably the better comparison. Disney who had all their own IP, you know, then bought star Wars and bought, and they bought, they bought Lucasfilm. They bought Marvel before that. And they added all these things to their IP, not things that they created, yeah. but IP that already existed that they could invest in and, and create and have those flourish and things that they could put on Disney plus and things that they could use to fill out their back catalog. Then they purchase Fox. That's more mm. things to fill out their back catalog and more IP to add to their list. And it seems like that's to me, what's comparable yeah. with Microsoft They're Not only are they buying these new, the, this Activision Blizzard with these IP that are now added to their list, but the back catalog that comes with it. Now all those games will be on Game Pass, just making that list of games even fatter. I mean, it's nuts how much is already on there, and there's a ton of these games. I mean, if you just think of 20 Call of Duty games alone <laughs> yeah. could be added to Game Pass. It's it's incredible. So they're, So it's interesting. And then also, of course, you know, Microsoft's valued it over a couple trillion dollars, so they have the money to, you know, invest in these studios and Activision Blizzard's been kind of in a state of disarray for the past year. Plus. Yeah, their leadership, for anybody who doesn't know, their leadership's been getting kind of hammered with some toxic workplace uh, type of things that are not just claims. You yeah. know, they're almost they're almost confirmed. And so they've needed new leadership. And this is almost even the change that Blizzard Activision needed. 
um, because of Microsoft's, like you said, because of their success, because of what they do. And they'll probably help Blizzard, you know, they'll probably help clean it out and then yeah. get it up and running again because they need it up and running. Well, during, during these kinds of mergers, they almost always clear out the entire management upper echelon to get people that they want up there. So hopefully they, I if, if they do it right, they should target the people who are a problem. And then... I, we're back, baby. You I know? can't yeah. get uh, Elder Scrolls World of Warcraft out of my head. Bro. Now, now with Bethesda. <laughs> Finally and an Blizzard, ESO worth playing. Yeah, I, I just can't get it out of my head where, you know, just that setting, that world. I even think about that, bro. Depth. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just, the things that could happen, I'm floored about. Uh, I'm not super interested to dive into the back catalog, but I'm really looking forward to what the future of this merger means. Yeah, you're not a big back catalog guy, but yeah, same, man. Like, some of the, like, Diablo and Fable, or, you know what I mean, Warcraft and uh, Skyrim. It's just, pff, like, crazy stuff can touch. Uh, I want to see them do a Smash Brothers game now with all these characters, you know? They have the IPs, so. Talking about the, the um, this, just the controversy with Activision Blizzard, Bobby Kodak, who's their... CEO he's been there for a long time and basically what's happened is there's you know been um sexual harassment and allegations in the workplace and uh basically that he has he has been accused of turning a knowing about these things for a long time and turning a blind eye so a lot of the other executives that have been accused of things have since left but he is still there and so there have been a lot of people calling for his resignation um the New York Times is reporting that as as part of this deal that when it's finalized that it's expected he will be stepping down as CEO he might stay on as some sort of a, a like an advisory role but but he should no longer be CEO the controversy here though to, just to add fuel to the fire is that he's now sitting pretty for at least the next 12 months most likely of keeping his role until that happens yeah. and so that's unfortunate it is unfortunate uh, i i've been a blizzard fan since i was a very young child uh since warcraft 2 um and i haven't been touching any of their content in a while now because i uh a lot of this stuff is pretty gross when the diablo 2 um remake remaster was coming out you know i was interested in purchasing it talked to some friends and uh friend of the show jt gary's former roommate he was adamant about how he would not buy it specifically because he didn't want to support activision blizzard at the time and i know a lot of people probably didn't buy the same right here i didn't buy a lot of their their shares and things were falling over there and so now hopefully microsoft can acquire them and and write the ship and you know get these franchises back to where they are and hopefully speed up the development a bit too if we can whatever it is that's needed, you know, funds or whatever, because we've been waiting on Diablo four for forever at this point. We had a full cinematic trailer like three years ago. <laughs> right. Like, so, what the hell? so it's just, it's, it's definitely interesting, but you know, politics side, you know, there's also been things too. There's been a lot of stories recently about the quality of the newest call of duty Vanguard and yeah. it not being up to par and things like that. So call of duty is not necessarily in the best state that it's ever been, but it's it's still going to be the best selling game probably of 2021. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I guess to y'all, does this seem like 
the quality of those games that you're looking forward to? Do, like, do you are you worried about the quality dipping? Do you think it'll improve? Any thoughts there? I personally, I think it'll get better. I think it'll improve. Uh, Blizzard has always had development issues. <laughs> They've always been slow. They've always taken four ever and i'm hoping with microsoft's resources they can hammer out uh new games at least shave like a year off you know i feel like that would be worth it um and i feel like call of duty has been on the decline for a while now Uh, i'm excited for specifically uh black ops some zombies that i don't have to pay for because i love black ops zombies and the fact that it's going to be coming to game pass for free in 2023 probably uh is what i'm reading uh, excites me. And, uh, the fact that I might be able to get, you know, Starcraft and all that stuff going, uh, on my PC again, uh, I, uh, is exciting. I, I disagree. I don't think Call of Duty is losing any steam at all. Uh, I think two years ago they released, re-released Modern Warfare in a new way and it took off really mm-hmm. big. And then even now Vanguard, like Drew was saying earlier, is the number one selling game, even with all of its issues. Yeah. And as long as I can remember Call of Duty releases, uh, game almost back to back every other year, but from two different studios yes. who produce the, or who who create. I think there's three studios in the rotation now. So there's what there's I not. would uh, what I would think, and I'm not sure. I'm not anybody, but what I would think is that Microsoft wouldn't do that anymore. They would probably take it down to one studio. So I would think the quality of Call of Duty games would go up, and the quantity would go down. Which is my biggest complaint about Call of Duty. I don't want one every year i don't want it yeah i think we could all agree to all agree that we we don't need to buy call of duty every year and this could potentially you know uh you don't want to drown yourself in in your game you know so take some time really create your craft really release a good game and i think this could really make call of duty even though it's the number one selling game i think it could make it one of the best ips of all time interesting thought too especially with the other things that they've acquired like Give us a new Call of Duty this year, then give us a new Overwatch next year, and yeah. then give us a new something else the year after that, and then give us a new Call of Duty the year and Genius. cycle both. Genius. You know, or do, and I'm sure that those different developers under them, like Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer, Treyarch, who I think have been stuck doing Call of yeah. Duties nonstop, maybe there's developers that work at those companies that'll be excited to do something different. You yeah. know? Yeah, maybe I, I'm hoping for new IPs. Uh, I have one long shot, like, wish. It's not going to happen, but I can hope. I have been wanting to play StarCraft Ghost <laughs> since I was a teenager. It never came out. They never released it. Uh, I'm hoping that they can dig that one up in the backyard and bring it back for old John's sake. I would be so thrilled. Uh, but I'm not holding my breath. But also, yeah, like you, like new IPs coming from these studios, fresh IPs would be... So I don't even know what that would look like. I'm so excited. I guess my last question <clears throat> before we wrap it up is... Obviously, we've never been um, ashamed to hide the fact that we're all big Xbox guys. Yeah. You know, we, we've always been unabashedly, you know xbox fans and game pass fans Mm -hmm. i have a ps5 i like my ps5 i'm really looking forward to the new horizon game coming out next month but that being said i play most of my games on my xbox so i'm excited obviously this means good things for us as xbox fans but in general removing yourself from that is this good for gaming is this bad for gaming you know yeah 
what what are your thoughts there trying to be a little bit more um you know so my thought I, I already kind of touched on this a little bit but creating exclusivity by cutting people off uh not the best you know i feel bad for like kind of like ha 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 playstation you're not getting Elder Scrolls. You're not getting, you know, these games. Ha ha ha. But at the same time, they're gamers too. I have nothing against them. It's just kind of that rivalry. And I do feel for them mis potentially missing out on these. Like, I feel like everyone should get to play Elder Scrolls. It's the greatest franchise uh, to me. Um, so, is it a great... It's a great thing for business. It's a great thing for Xbox. It will, I feel, benefit us and maybe switch some people over to Xbox uh, maybe help Xbox sell overseas to like this, you know Japan and stuff, but yeah, this might come out wrong and it might sound weird, but I think that uh, that 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 PlayStation fans almost compared to Xbox fans are are more uh, their games are more high concept, their games are more artsy. The you know Japanese RPGs mm -hmm. are a very differently drawn and animated thing than American games, and and I almost feel like. Uh, <laughs> like like PlayStation people are like champagne and wine, while Xbox is like crack open a beer and play Call of Duty. You know, it, it's so I wrong. I don't know if PlayStation players give a shit. I I really don't know if they care that they're gonna lose Call of Duty and maybe they you know about Elder Scrolls, but that's old news. I'm not sure there's anything in this block that PlayStation users are gonna like, you know, die for that they're. If you're a real diehard PlayStation fan, I think you love PlayStation for their exclusives anyways, which we've already talked yeah. about. Uh, and these games aren't that. And and then from the perspective of a PC player, you still get all of this. So a PC yeah. player doesn't really care. A PlayStation player, I think maybe half of them would be pissed off that they don't get to play their shooters anymore. Uh, but I think mostly it's a big win for Xbox and PC people, and I think overall it's like a win for two thirds of gamers. I call that a win. Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not wrong. Uh, I definitely agree with a lot of what you said there. Uh, this block of games isn't as big a detriment. I feel as Bethesda was. I feel like that hurt. Uh, if you were a PlayStation owner, for sure. Uh, this one, you're you're definitely right. Yeah, Call of Duty. I don't feel like they're necessarily losing sleep over that. It's not uh, like you're you're on your PlayStation no. blasting Diablo and StarCraft all day with your buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're like, not wrong. You're not wrong. You uh, know, um, yeah. it's interesting too, and this is maybe like a gross, uh, over like. <laughs> over assessing these groups but you know as somebody who i lurk reddit a lot and reddit you know is pretty toxic in its own right but <laughs> i do look at both the xbox and playstation subreddits fairly often or specifically the xbox series x and the ps5 subreddits and i do feel like the xbox subreddit as far as attitude towards the playstation is typically like yeah, man, PlayStation's pretty cool, but, like, I just like my Xbox. Like, I like the ecosystem, and I like the yeah. console, and it's like, those PlayStation games are really, really great, but I love my Xbox. Whereas, if you go over on <laughs> the PlayStation, it's like, PlayStation rules, our games rule, and man, the Xbox sucks. And man, they all suck. And it's, like, really, almost to Gary's point of, like, the wine and champagne, like, looking down their nose at the oh. Xbox. 
Mm-hmm. And again, maybe that's like a, a gross stereotype or like misreading the room, but I that's mean, just the opinion that I've gotten. And I have friends, I have a PS5 and I have friends that are PlayStation 5 owners and I play games with them and they would never buy an Xbox or I should say would have never bought an Xbox, hmm. but those guys play Call of Duty. And that's one of the games I typically play with them. I am an Xbox guy, but I buy Call of Duty on PlayStation so I can play with them. And so now I'm like, Interesting. Well, if you guys still want to play PlayStation, are you going to buy an Xbox and come play with me? Like, are you going to sink to my level? <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'll see you over here where you should have been the whole time. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Uh, it, regardless, uh, this is hugely interesting for the future of both xbox microsoft and games uh in general uh i'm excited to see where this goes for sure same i think it's gonna be a while before we really see anything come to to fruition with it but i'm i'm optimistic and excited to see where it goes uh so yeah, I've been Jahananan. I'm at RockFact on Twitter. Uh, hit us with the hashtag uh, Content Wars if you want to. Uh, and yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank I'm, you for listening to the first ever bonus episode. The super I'm fresh takes. I'm Casualty CDG. Find me at Casualty CDG. I'm on Twitter. We're on Twitch. We're on Facebook. We're on all the things with all the people fresh out the box. I'm talking about fresh out the podcast. Tell everybody. <laughs>